Hi, my name is Eric Farnsworth with the Council of the Americas, and I'm here again with Ryan Berg, who's the Research Fellow in Latin America Studies at the American Enterprise Institute. Both of us are here in Washington trying to survive the COVID pandemic. Ryan, what a great pleasure to be with you again for the first time this calendar year. Looking forward to getting into it with a conversation on uh, the Biden administration agenda for the Western Hemisphere. Uh, we've seen the press reports. We've heard the commentary that this is going to be a dramatic departure from uh, the predecessor uh, administration of Donald Trump, uh, and particularly on some issues uh, like democracy promotion, global climate change, human rights, uh, you go down the list. We've already seen as early as the first week of the administration uh, some real proposed changes on the immigration front, which is not a Latin America issue per se, but it's going to clearly impact many of the countries of the region uh, and has certainly gotten a huge uh, amount of commentary around uh, Washington and in the United States. I'm wondering how you're looking at some of these issues. Uh, is this going to be a real departure uh, under President Biden from President Trump, or are there going to be some elements of continuity? And how do you see things coming forward? Well, Happy New Year, Eric, and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Uh, indeed, we finally made it to the inauguration. It was a, a long hike, but, uh, but, but we did finally make it, and, and we have what is promised to be a new uh, policy toward Latin America. Now, what I see are, are some policy changes, yes, certainly, but I also see some continuity, uh, particularly in, in, in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, trade and, and uh, quite frankly, uh, the sort of lack of attention trade might get in, in the agenda, uh, as well as um, some of the policies, you mentioned migration, uh, some of the policies are actually going to stay in place for a little while. Uh, Title 42, I believe, is, is going to stay in place, which essentially uh, allows uh, deportations and removal at the border uh, on the basis of the public health crisis. Um, and until that is, is rescinded, I don't think we're really going to see a, a full-scale change in one of the big picture things that the Biden administration likes to tout as, a, as one of these uh, 180 uh, kind of changes from the, from the Trump administration. So I see some differences, uh, especially in tenor, uh, but I also see some continuity in terms of policy. Yeah, clearly the tone has already changed. I imagine that's going to continue uh, very much going forward. Uh, but the point you're making is really interesting one. Uh, you know, all these issues are interrelated, aren't they? Immigration, health, uh, you know, two of the specific ones you were referencing. And that uh, leads me to suggest that uh, even as the Biden administration is looking to address the COVID crisis in the United States, uh, with a dramatic new push to try to get vaccines out and uh, get people isolated so that you know the, the pandemic doesn't spread further and all of the public health health measures uh, that uh, Latin America and the Western Hemisphere is also facing these very important issues and that we're all interrelated, we're all in this together. If we don't get this thing uh, eradicated, not just in North America, but also around Latin America and the Caribbean, uh, it's going to be a much longer process for all of us. I think you've referenced that in the context of the immigration uh, reform effort, and I think that's a really important point. You know, Ryan, another issue that's interrelated with all these things is the issue of crime around the region. You've done a lot of reading and thinking and writing uh, on these issues. Uh, I wonder if you have any thoughts about how uh, some of these activities have uh, developed, uh, certainly under COVID, but you know, more importantly, perhaps, what might a Biden administration be able to do working with some of our regional friends to, to address uh, a really difficult uh, scenario in many of the countries of the region? 
Yeah, Eric, that's such a good question. I, I think uh, a lot of us were extremely surprised at the fact that homicides in quite a few countries around the region uh, continued as they were before COVID, uh, or e even in some cases like Mexico actually increased despite, pre -pan uh, despite pandemic related lockdowns. And, and so criminal groups have clearly found a way to continue operating uh, despite the, uh, the more difficult environment. And now they're actually doing things like uh, full-fledged governance activities, actually you know, distributing hand sanitizer and PPE uh, and, and enforcing curfew. And, and so I think uh, in many ways, the pandemic has been a boon uh, to, to their recruitment efforts, especially as it's uh, really decimated a lot of the economic opportunities in the region and it's forced school closures. Uh, there are a lot of children at, at risk of, of forced recruitment uh, by criminal gangs. I, I think the Biden administration uh, is going to be uh, uh, favorable to uh, additional assistance to the region, uh, looking at security ties, looking at reforming uh, uh, police and, and, and judicial institutions. But, but uh, let's be clear about this. These are really difficult you know, long-term reforms that aren't necessarily going to bite into the criminal recruitment problem uh, in the immediate term. Yeah, it's a multifaceted problem, and certainly with the U.S. relationship with several of the countries historically, uh, there's a lot of uh, congressional reluctance, for example, to work with certain security forces in the region, militaries and that sort of thing. So that's a complicating factor as well. But really good point. You know, one of the things that we should also raise briefly is, you know, the approach to global climate change that the Biden administration is uh, prioritizing uh, globally, that certainly is going to impact some of our fundamental relations in the region, uh, Brazil, Mexico, uh, some of the other countries. I have to ask you quickly, uh, in a kind of a rapid fire, do you think there's going to be dramatic change on Venezuela? Yes or no? No, I don't think so. I see continuity in that realm. Well, uh, thanks and goodbye. <laughs>